Hey guys, so I want to introduce you to a friend of mine who is on our podcast today, Straight Talk with Hope. Her name is Reverend Melissa Swindle. And Melissa is a 2000 graduate of Raymond Bible Training College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Upon graduating, she attended Demata School of World Missions, also located in Tulsa, where she cultivated vision for the nations and she has nation-taking faith. She served faithfully for seven years at Kenneth Hagin Ministries, working in the Prayer and Healing Center, where she ministered to the sick and saw tremendous miracles. Melissa was also a vital part of Eagle Mountain International Church, also known as Kenneth Copeland Ministries, in Fort Worth, Texas, for over 13 years. Working side-by-side side with senior pastors George and Terry Pearsons, she has led Healing Team Ministry and pioneered and oversaw all evangelism and outreaches both locally and internationally. She has ministered in the nations of Argentina, Brazil, India, France, Colombia, and Turkey. Reverend Melissa has also been traveling extensively, preaching and ministering in churches stateside and internationally as a keynote speaker at women's conferences, minister conferences, and taught in many Bible schools and training centers, equipping the next generation of ministers for the harvest. Melissa currently resides in Tampa, Florida, and travels across the United States as well as internationally, declaring the Word of God and making His name known around the world. Please welcome my guest today, Reverend Melissa Swindle. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you to Straight Talk with Hope podcast. Hey, wherever you're tuning in and listening from, we are so thrilled to have you on today's episode. You guys, I wish you could actually be here in person with me. I'm sitting on my front porch. It's November here in Mississippi. The leaves are falling. There's a slight cool breeze. <laughs> yes, even in Mississippi. And I'm in a giant comfy egg chair drinking my skinny brew pumpkin coffee. And it is divine. But um, through social media, but she's actually all the way in Florida, which I mean, who doesn't love Florida? Like you've got Disney World, which is my ultimate favorite vacay spot and <laughs> the beach. <laughs> so, Amen, sister. <laughs> please welcome my dear friend, Reverend Melissa Swindle. How are you, girl? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me on today, Hope. It's such an honor just to speak into the lives of your listeners for your podcast. And I love uh, straight talk with hope. I'm that kind of girl. So I'm really excited about our time together. But most of all, um, what is going to be really imparted or spoken into the lives of all of your listeners and um, coming straight to you from Florida, like you were saying, I love Florida, because as you were saying, it's Disney, which I've only been there once. Can you believe it the whole time I've lived here? But wow. I love the sunshine. I love the palm trees and lots of vitamin D. And it's a great place <laughs> since I travel a lot and I travel a lot internationally. I spent most of, of all of the winter last year um, in Europe and in Turkey when it was uh, freezing cold and only daylight a few hours a day. So coming back to sunny Florida and getting vitamin D was really 
uh, an exciting place to come back to. So <laughs> you, you need to come visit me. Right. I totally need to. You're probably not that far either. <laughs> I, I need to come down there for sure. Okay. So I was telling you kind of like before we got on the podcast and everything, like we want people to kind of get to know and meet our guests that come on the podcast. And so if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Okay. Okay. Shoot girlfriend. Okay. So some of these questions are like really laid back and fun, kind of get to know you a little bit better, but then there is one serious question and it, everybody kind of is always like a little bit stumped on it, but knowing you, cause you love just, you know, saying it like it is, I know you're going to do great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So question number one is, are you a coffee drinker? And, yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> and if you are, what is like your favorite combination of coffee or what is like your go-to drink? Okay, well, I am all a definitely avid coffee drinker, connoisseur. It's like I plan my day getting up <laughs> wherever I am, whatever nation I'm in, around my coffee drinking for sure. So, but I am on a keto kick. So I love right now keto coffee, which basically includes a bunch of heavy creamer. Yeah. And I know this probably sounds weird if you've never had like bulletproof or keto coffee, but with butter in it. And anyway, you just whip it up. It's frothy. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. And it gets your brain going. I so that's, it. that's mine. And I will drink coffee all throughout the day. It really just helps me keep my life together, yield to the Holy Spirit. Oh my you know. gosh. Okay, so I have to ask you, since you're talking about milk frothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you or do you know about the actual like Powerlix milk frother that you can purchase on Amazon and like it whips it up like heavenly for you. <gasps> no, you're gonna have to tell you're gonna have to give me the scoop on all of that. No, yes. I didn't. Okay, so just in the last six months, I've recently discovered it because I'm a huge fan of keto coffee too. And okay, um, you know, the MCTs and collagen and all that put in it. And so I bought this milk frother off Amazon and it's called Power Licks. I think it's like $16.99 or something and it comes in several colors. <laughs> oh, the price is right. And if it comes in pink, I'll take one. <laughs> and literally I have two. It's like travel size two, which is perfect for you. And everywhere that you go, but like, it doesn't take up a lot of room and it literally like whips coffee and it does it hot or cold, mix all your butter and creams and all that as well as like, even if you had like another kind of like powdered drink of some sort that you were wanting to mix up with like vitamins or something, it does all that as well. Like I even use it in my kids, uh, chocolate milk. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, I, so, I need that in my life. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll definitely, when we get off this call, send you a picture of it. <laughs> please, please, please do. Oh, okay, so I love that about the coffee. Okay, question number two is going to be kind of a little serious, but kind of not. Some people, when I've asked them this question, they like go to it as something spiritual, which I love too, but sometimes they go on a natural bent with it as well. But okay, the question is, you know, since quarantine started way back in March of 2020 of this year, and it's still kind of off and on throughout the remainder of this year, 
what I know. Has what been, in the world? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> what has been like um, a product that you have either discovered and started using during all this or a product that you're like, I have to use this every day. Like it is one of my go-to jams. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's, um, I have, well, one of my personal hashtags is Jesus hair and makeup. So I'm crazy about <laughs> Jesus, but I'm also into all things like beauty secrets and hair and makeup, da, 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 da. So um, actually the first, I have a couple of things I want to, I want to share with everybody who's listening. <laughs> um, number one is this awesome liquid lipstick by uh-huh. um, Anastasia. And so it's like this perfect, pretty like nude lipstick. It doesn't go anywhere and smudge. I really like that. And it's awesome. And then um, that's like an everyday go-to thing. But let's be honest, when you couldn't make it to the nail salon and your nails are looking ratchet, I was yeah. like, Lord, what am I going <laughs> to do? He's like, girl, get yourself well, one of my friends turned me on to these actually during this whole time. It's called, it sounds a little ghetto, but let me just say it saves your life when you're in a pinch. Okay. And I couldn't make it to my nail salon and they wouldn't let me go there is the kiss uh-huh. press on nails girlfriend. Yes. I've seen those. They are phenomenal in a pinch or in an emergency, which if your nails look bad, it always feels like an emergency. But I had a friend turn me on to those. They're like $4 and mm-hmm. you can get them on Amazon or pretty much anywhere. You can just Google them. Yeah. And so I got turned on to those and um, they're awesome and they work. I love that. Yeah. All the nail places were shut down. So (laughs) that for sure comes in handy. I totally love that product. And I love nude lipstick. Like the nude color makeup is like my favorite. So I'm going to have to check that out as well. Okay. Do it girl. Okay. So question number three, and then we'll um, jump into also how we met because I totally skipped that part. But you know, we're just doing this like coffee conversation style right yes (laughs) okay so question number three is gonna be if you could go back five years from now and look back at your life what would you tell yourself today in 2020 oh wow I love this question right that's a deep one It is ooh, deep and wide, deep and wide. Okay. So um, I would definitely say, well, you know, five years ago, I lived in a completely different state than I do now. And um, I was getting ready to make a huge transition to move to a different state, to do something, really go to the next level in, in my life and my ministry. And I would, I would tell um, anyone who's listening and myself once again, because I had to tell myself on a consistent basis just obey God and go for it. Just jump and God will catch you. And, um, you know, faith jumps, fear hesitates. Yeah. That's so I would say once you find out the will of God, just go, once you're confident that you've heard from God, you know, it's the will of God, just go for it. And, um, you know, if you fall, God will catch you. Yeah. And, um, that's what I would tell people is just go for it. Just jump and um, just live your life full of faith and, and, and just keep moving forward. Take every day, take steps of faith forward in your calling, whatever that is, as a wife, as a mom, as a minister, as a businesswoman, 
whatever your thing is, I would just say jump and go for it. Don't hesitate. I love that. That's such good advice. You know, that's one of my favorite questions to ask people because it, like I said, it's so like you described it perfectly deep and wide and it's broad and it's honest. And I just love it because there's so many different things that when I ask that question that I look at in my own life and I'm like, wow, I could totally use that and apply that. And I love how you said that, that faith just jumps in and fear hesitates and to just jump into everything that God has told us to do with the help of the Holy Spirit, but through obedience. Okay, so we're going to shift gears a little bit. And guys, if you don't know, and you're tuning in and you're listening, I, you know, I told you guys that we have different people and this is Melissa. And we, we, our story is a little bit kind of crazy, but I love <laughs> I love Melissa because she just brings so much laughter to my heart <laughs> and laughter. I don't know about y'all, but laughter is such good for the soul. And I could always use more joy and laughter in my life. And Melissa, I have to say you're one of those people that even though I don't talk to you on a consistent basis, but just watching you through the eyes of social media, you step into your fullness and your <clears throat> gift that God has given you to speak boldly into different um, states and countries and just seasons of life. I love how you do that, but I also love um, just how you're relatable. Like you're not ashamed of who you are and you just have this joy about you that I'm like, it's so contagious and it's so inspiring. And so I'm like, this girl makes me laugh all the time. Wow. But, thank you. But I want to um, talk about like how we met. And so we both are um, Rama Bible Training Center graduates. And um, I remember being at Rama. And at what year did you graduate Rama? So I went in 98 and I graduated in 2000. Okay. So I was one year after you, I graduated 2001. And so we were there at least for one of our years together. And I remember seeing you like kind of afar off, you know, as you're changing classes and courses and everybody's mingling in different places. I remember. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. I remember that. And the carpet. I remember the carpet. Is that something funny or what? (laughs) Yes. I remember the carpet, but you know what else I remember? And I totally forgot (laughs) to mention this to you was I remember like, okay, so you know how people they have in any season of life, like groups of friends and relationships. And so I remember seeing like when I would see you, I would see you with your group of people. And then I would be with like my group of people over here. But I remember seeing like a group of um, guys back then, cause we were way younger, but they were like, I always called them. This is really bad, but I called them the trick coat gang. <laughs> <laughs> They all wore these long jackets and I don't even know, like, I think, you know, you were like just acquaintances with them. I don't even know, like you weren't like heavy, heavy friends, but they all wore these long jackets to the ground, obviously, because it's colder in Oklahoma. 
you know, different times. And so you need them. But I I always would be like, there goes the trench coat gang. (laughs) Well, if just in case they're listening, I hope they've changed their repertoire for their coat collection since then. Oh, my goodness. But that's that's a memory I have. And then my other favorite memory of like where we got to like meet and have a sit down conversation and just really like hear each other's hearts was when I was traveling to Dallas and I was staying in a hotel that's connected to Dallas Fort Worth airport. And, um, you know, I was like, I'm just going to see, I know Melissa lives here. I'm just going to see if she wants to like, come over here and meet for coffee or dinner or whatever. And she may not have time, but I'm just going to see, because at that time I was just like, kind of really, I guess you could say rediscovering the call of God on my life and was needing (laughs) to like get some clarity, get some wisdom from other people who had kind of gone before me. And were doing this thing where you travel and preach and how that works. And I just remember you helped me so much in that conversation um, in the hotel where you just like gave me all these great spiritual things I could apply, but also natural tips. So that, that is what I think about when I think, you know, of our conversation and time together. (laughs) Well, I loved that. I remember, so I lived in Tulsa after we graduated, I hung out and stayed there in Tulsa and worked at the prayer and healing center. I was there for like seven years and then I'm from Dallas originally. So I moved back there and that's when I was based out of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. But since I am such an inspirational person, however we connected that day that you were just breezing through town, I happened to be in town. I was like, we had to meet. I remember coming to your hotel and it was just <laughs> so fun and so life-giving to me as well. And that's what I'm so grateful for, you know, the Holy Ghost and our divine connections. And, you know, that's what godly friendships are supposed to do. We spur one another on to what? To, to good works and stuff. So yeah. I totally remember that and it was so fun we need to do that again I know we totally need to do that okay so today's hashtag I mentioned to you that we do like most of these like podcasts and anytime I go live we do hashtags and you're a hashtag queen as well so I love that and um today's hashtag I was asking you like what's on your heart you know what do you want to share and immediately without hesitation you were just like hashtag love is bold. And so talk to me about that. Like, what is that statement and that phrase hashtag, if you will, what does that mean to you? How have you lived this out and applied it in your life? Oh, wow. That's phenomenal. Well, I'm also really big into hashtags besides just Jesus hair and makeup. Actually, one of my hashtags is love is bold for my ministry Because people always ask me, Melissa, you know, being a lady in ministry, traveling the world, or even here stateside, they're like, Melissa, you're so bold. And I'm like, love is bold. It it just came out of my spirit one day. And um, what that means is when you uh, get a revelation or it dawns on you how much you're loved by God and who lives on the inside of you once you're born again, it gives you like this. It's and it's not natural at this like supernatural, holy boldness. And um, that's where really I got love is bold from. 
And one of the taglines for my ministry is bold as a lion. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of times people think, oh, you know, Jesus, you know, God, it's a God of love. Well, Jesus came the first time as a lamb, but he's coming the second time as a lion. And so when you get filled with the love of God, when you get filled with the life of God and really get a revelation of who you are in Christ, it, it frees you up from yourself to be bold in who you really are in Christ. And really what the world needs more of is not more of Melissa. It needs more of Jesus. And so it really did that, that hashtag love is bold really goes back to about, you know, a definition of boldness. I was, I was just looking it up this morning. It means it really, it goes back to what you were asking me earlier. It's um, what my advice would be to myself, but boldness means not hesitating or fearful in the face of an actual or a possible danger. Mm. It also means courageous and daring. And if you're going to do the will of God for your life, every person has a specific calling, a specific ministry, um, whatever area of life you're uh, called to excel in. And God wants us to excel in every arena of yeah. life, being a woman, being a wife, being a mom, being a minister, whatever your thing is, he wants you to excel in it. And it's going to require not just some level of boldness, but it's going to require a great level of boldness. I mean, just like you, when we had met back in Dallas, mm-hmm. you said you were really de- rediscovering what your calling was and, and revisiting that and like, okay, Lord, what does that look like for me at this season in my life, mm-hmm. but it required boldness for you just to step out and to do it. That's, that's what I love about your podcast, Straight, uh, Straight Talk with Hope. And I remember you told me about all the different outreaches and ministry and things that you're doing. It requires a level of fearlessness, even when the devil's going to tell you, come to your mind, you're not going to make it. You're going to fail. You're going to look stupid. Yeah. Well, when, when you get free from yourself and you find out how much God loves right. you and who you are in Christ, you don't care what people think about you. Cause you're like, you know what? It's no longer uh, Melissa that lives. It's Christ that lives and dwells in yeah. me. And there is a good, healthy level of not caring what people think about you because they're not going to stand before God for you. Yeah. You're going to stand before God for you answer for your life, your marriage, your kids, your calling. And so you, the, it's going to require righteousness, a, a holy boldness uh, to do the will of God. And come on, girl, with the day <laughs> that we're living in, uh, yeah, we, we need, we need the boldness and it's not natural. It's supernatural. And it only comes from the person of Jesus Christ through the Holy spirit. Yeah, for sure. I love that. You know, when I think about those two combinations together, love and boldness, you know, really that sums up even the definition of who Christ was like he communicated. And I love that because that's actually how even personally I originated with the phrase straight talk was people that know my heart, you know, personally and have gotten to know me like as a friend or whatever, like they know I'm going to pretty much speak my mind and give it to you straight. And so one day the Lord told me that he was like, you know, like, I want you to communicate with this level of boldness that is very, you know, not really um, out there, so to speak, like people kind of, you know, teeter around different things, if you will, when, when talking about certain things and that kind of thing. But he was like, I want you to communicate the truth of God's word, because that is who I am. I'm a loving God, but I'm a bold God. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's, that's the heart of God is yes, he's loving and merciful and graceful. And he communicates to us so lovingly where we want to repent. We want to change. We want to grow. But at the same time, he does it with this boldness of truth that speaks to our hearts that he's like, go for this, like do this thing, step out in what I'm asking you to do or be around these people or or whatever it may be. And so I love that. And I did not know really in studying the character of God, you know, that he could be both of those things, like equally a hundred percent until he showed me that in the word of God in cliff notes. And I was like, (laughs) rarely ever personally did I ever read cliff notes in the Bible. Like, you know, I'd read here and there, but I didn't dive in deep, if you will. And one day I came across, um, It was in the book of Peter and I love Peter. He's like my favorite disciple, I think, because I see myself a lot in Peter and um, it, it came across where God was talking to Peter and he was like, I want to build my church upon you. But he said, I want you to speak out unapologetically with a boldness but do it in a loving way. And there's a Greek word in there in the cliff notes that is called parisia. And that's exactly what that word means is to give it to you straight out of God's word in a loving way, but in a truthful way. And, and that's love is bold. That's exactly what you're talking about. Well, you know, and people will say, Oh, first Corinthians 13. Well, I I love that whole chapter. Uh, It says, in the Amplified, which is the woman's version of the Bible, it says, love endures long. It's patient. It's kind. It's never envious. It never boils over with jealousy. And then it also says, love rejoices in the truth. Mm-hmm. So because God loves us, he tells us the truth. And if we love people, we tell them the truth, even though it may not feel good, yeah. like a pat on a back or a hug or a kiss. I mean, you're a parent, you know this better than I do. You know, if you're a child, if you have a two-year-old who's in their pampers and somehow they've gotten outside <laughs> and they're getting ready to run across the street and a Mack truck is coming, a good mother just as it yell from the front door, now, baby, now, <laughs> now. Mama loves you. Now stop that. Now don't go out in the street. Now you just stop. Now no, what love goes it says stop. Yeah. Don't. Get, and then if the child keeps moving itself in the face of danger, a good parent who loves their child will run, grab the child, may you know grab them up, bear them up in their arms, and maybe run you know to a place of safety with them, and they both kind of fall on the ground together there and maybe have hit themselves, but praise God, the baby didn't get run over by the Mack truck, but the baby gets up and says, mama, you hurt me. Yeah. You, well, no, I just saved your life. <laughs> okay. Get a grip. <laughs> and, you know, I think sometimes because, you know, I, I've been this way. I, anybody, when you're a new believer, when you're a new Christian, you're just like sensitive about anything. Well, I, why did they talk to me like yeah. that? Well, because I love yeah. you and because God loves us, he tells us the truth. Yeah. And, um, and you know, the thing about Jesus is love and that boldness, it moves you to action. Mm. You know, Jesus didn't say, Hey, you know, yell from heaven. I love you. Hope it works out. Yeah. You know, uh, uh-uh. no, 
love did something. He came, he died on the mm-hmm. cross, was, uh, you know, he did it all for us because he loved yeah. us. And so then that love requires a response back. And then once you give your life to Christ, your life isn't yours yeah. anymore. So we don't really care what Melissa thinks, what she likes, what she doesn't like. Oh, people don't want to <laughs> hear that. But I had to do that to grow yeah. up in Christ. And especially to do my calling. Do you think my flesh wanted to go overseas for almost four months in the middle of winter? No. When it was only daylight three hours a day? Oh, my gosh. My flesh wasn't feeling that, okay? But you know what? Melissa's dead. Yeah. It just, it's no longer you that lives with Christ that lives and dwells in you. And because of the love of God that's in me, it made me bold to go and do what maybe didn't necessarily feel good to me at the moment, but it was the most life-giving. And you know, what, what did Jesus say? He says, when you lose your life, that's when you find it. Most people are sad and depressed. Even me, when I was sad and depressed all the yeah. time, it's because I was so consumed with me and I wasn't involved with anything bigger than mm. me, but only the Holy Spirit can put that, I would call it like a fire yeah. almost in you yeah. to, to move you, to tell people the truth, to share the love of God, to, to go and do things that naturally just, it's not comfortable. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a hundred percent true. I love how you're saying we have to do like a self-reflection of ourselves to say, God, what is it in me that I don't need to hold on to anymore so that I can not just receive the fullness of the love that you have for me. But when I receive that fullness of love that God has, I'm able to then step into the boldness that God has for everybody's life. And it's going to require, like you said, it's no longer about yourself. It's no longer like, Hey God, you know, can we talk about this? Let's brainstorm some ideas. It's like, no, this is an assignment that I've given you within the call on your life that you have to do. And it's going to require you to get uncomfortable. But when we lay our will down, like you said, and we're running after the will of the father, he's so gracious and so loving, but he gives us that boldness that we need to accomplish what it is that we need to accomplish with the help of the Holy spirit that we can never have done it on our own. If God wasn't, you know, orchestrating everything we needed him to orchestrate. And I love that because boldness is, is not for the weak hearted. No, not at all. <laughs> it, it's yeah. yeah. Well, it's a supernatural force. You know, Proverbs, I think it's like uh, Proverbs 28 verse one. It says the wicked flee mm. when nobody's pursuing them, when no man's pursuing, but the, righteous are as bold as a lion Mm. and so when I got a revelation of the righteousness of God in me you know I'm radical if if, if anybody knows about (laughs) me and and you're getting to know about me right now I'm radical (laughs) about sharing the love of Jesus I don't have to be friends with you 10 years so you can see my lifestyle my cute makeup and my Instagram (laughs) posts for me to win you to Jesus I just go for it I'm, you can be with me anywhere. I can, I will say, has anybody told you today that God loves you as a special plan for your life? Well, that doesn't feel comfortable on my flesh yeah. or, oh my God, my hair's not cute. What are they going to think about me? What do I care what they think about yeah. me? I care more about their eternal salvation than I do about what they think about yeah. me. And 
And Melissa was supposed to die a long time ago. I remember before, you know, I went to my pastor, um, went to the first uh, charter class of Rama, and Brother Hagen came to my church for two weeks to do a Holy Ghost mm-hmm. meeting. And during those meetings and services, really, they were Holy Ghost services where the joy of the Lord was breaking out. Well, not Sister Melissa. She's in the back on the very last row with her face planted in her lap, crying and weeping every service. Why was I crying and weeping? Because for two weeks in every service, all I heard the Holy Spirit say on the inside of me is, your life is not your own. You were bought with the price. Mm. Your life is not your own. You were bought with the price. Your life is not your own. You were bought with the mm. price. That's good. And so the most fulfilling thing in life is living a life on fire for God and being bold for him. I mean, I'm sure if you asked yourself this morning, if you wanted to get up <laughs> and feed your husband and get your kids off to school, if you consulted your flesh, I'm sure it told you Absolutely. No. but you know so it was really you had to die to hope this morning and it's not like a a a (laughs) one-time a one-time show right and so it it that that fire of the holy spirit that boldness it gives you a courageousness in a in the moment to do something that you couldn't do in your own natural strength it's it's supernatural that's why in the book of acts you know, what did Jesus tell me? He said, wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. If that, that boldness and that power are almost synonymous and the Holy spirit, you said your favorite, you know, uh, character from the Bible, who was a real person, his name was Peter, um, was Peter. What, well, you know, a couple of chapters in, in the new Testament, Peter was denying Christ before he went to the cross. But after Peter received the Holy spirit, Mm -hmm. he was up preaching to thousand and, you know, 3,000, 5,000 people are getting saved. Well, what was the difference? The Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And the Holy Spirit will, will make you bold and give you that fearlessness in the face of um, adversity. Sure. Yeah, absolutely it will. What would you say, like, for everybody that's listening and tuning in, what would you give them some, like, tips, if you will, advice on how to, I guess I would say, how to begin to step into that boldness that God has for them. Because I believe that everybody, you know, when they get saved, they've asked God to come into their heart. They're doing this Christianity thing because we have people that listen that are not saved. We have people listen that are from different walks of life and believe different things. But those that get saved and become believers of Christ, what would you say like, how can they step into the boldness that God has for them? I know we kind of talked about one of those steps is receiving the love that God has for them personally, because love is bold. But what would you say you could give it to them and break it down? Hey, if you do two of these things daily, consistently, that this will begin to move you into that place of boldness, because Everybody has this boldness that is, is on the inside of them. It's just they have to discover it. Almost like you have to discover the plan of God and the call of God on your life. It doesn't just happen. Sure, God has a plan for you, but it has to be discovered. 
Absolutely. And you have to participate. Well, I have the answers to both of those questions. Number one, Jesus said, you must be born again. You have to be born again. How do you get born again? You believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the son of God. So there are people that are listening that have never done that. Just do that with us right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that Jesus is the son of God, that you died and you rose again just for me. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Lord, thank you. I'm born again and I'm on my way to heaven. That's the yeah. first step. Do that. Because with your mouth, confession is made into salvation. Number two, I would say also do what Jesus said. He said, be filled with the Holy Spirit, who is the person of Jesus that comes to live on the inside of every believer. Receive that power from on high by being filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And if you will receive the Holy Spirit, He's, he's a gift that, the, uh, that has been given to you once you're born again. And as you begin to, you know, the Bible says no man can tame the tongue. Okay. If you're a lady, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but the Holy spirit is not a natural man. And when you get born again, you know what God wants? He wants your tongue because you are a speaking spirit, just like God and your words have creative power. So when you begin to yield to the Holy Spirit. You get baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire, just like they did in the book of Acts. You know, uh, Jesus said you will receive power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you to what be my witnesses. And then in Acts chapter two, it says they um, were all filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the words. So you can just receive the Holy Spirit right now. Let me pray for you. Father, I just pray for every listener right now. Be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So what's going to happen is, is, is something on the inside of you is going to bubble. And, and come up, it says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, but you have to complete the process just like you do in English. You had something that floats up to your mind, but you have to complete the process and say, it. well, you be can begin to speak in other tongues by faith. They're not English words. Or if you're, you know, originally from Russia and you speak Russian or whatever your native tongue is, it's the language of the spirit. And as you begin to pray in tongues on purpose every day. Every day, I will say probably that's one of number one, renewing my mind to who I was in Christ and praying in the mm, Holy Ghost. That's good. Praying in the Holy Ghost. It and it also it also gave me that boldness and confidence. Number one, because that's what the Holy Spirit yeah. does. But when He was speaking on on the inside of me to say this to somebody, it. It, or, or to do this or to, uh, you know, go here, go there. It's the same channel, you know, through the word of God and through the Holy Spirit who's on the inside that leads and guides and directs yeah. you. So be born again, be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, renew your mind with the word of God and pray in the Holy Ghost. Speak That's in tongues. That's so good. I love that. That is awesome. I love how you just, oh, it gets me stirred up, girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to do it's working hey. I mean the whole episode this whole love is bold I mean oh you're such a joy thank you for sharing your heart on that subject that hashtag thank you for even 
being so obedient just to invite people to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior on a podcast and even be filled with the Holy Spirit. Girl, I love it so much. Okay, as we get ready to close out, I want, um, if you will, to let everybody know like how they can stay in touch with you, how they can follow you, your ministry on all the social media platforms. Will you let us know that? Yes. Well, it's such an honor for me to speak into the lives of your listeners today, Hope. And if anybody has like a question or this burning question that you want to ask me, you can, uh, you can even email if you want to, you could do contact at melissaswindle.com. But people uh, really love to connect through social media, which I like that as well. That helps me get to know you and you get to know me. Um, and I am on Instagram, which is my personal favorite because <laughs> it's pictures. <laughs> So on Instagram, my handle is melissa.swindle. And then I'm also on Facebook as well as Melissa Swindle. I have a personal page um, and a ministry page there. I think Melissa Swindle International Ministries. And then, of course, my website, melissaswindle.com. And then I am just... Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast, Straight Talk with Hope. If you enjoyed today's episode and it spoke to your heart, go on Apple iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. We love to see what you guys are saying about the podcast as well as sharing them on your social media platforms. If you want to learn more information about who we are, what we're doing and where we're going, check out hopelamberson.com. You can also access us and follow us on all of our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. And let me tell you about something new that we have on Facebook. We have a private group open to anybody that is wanting to join the private group called Straight Talk with Hope. On this group page for Facebook, it is basically downloading devotionals, messages, topics you guys want to discuss, where we have conversations with each other who are in the group. I look forward to seeing you on there, and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember, regardless of what you have lost, that there is still hope for you. We'll see you back here on the Straight Talk with Hope podcast.